0: here we go folks hello and welcome to the comedians playing fantasy premier league podcast with me matt ford
1: and me john richardson believe it or not this is a hundredth episode no, it's of...
0: not it is we've done a hundred episodes
1: centurions centurion lager have you ever tried centurion lager i've done the centurion challenge oh that's where you do 100 shots of lager 100 shots in 100 minutes I was um, sick at around, I think, the 65 mark. Wow. Um, well, Centurion
0: Lager was also a brand of cheap lager sold at Netto. Was it? And it was, yeah, it was one of the first lagers that, I, you know, w- w- when the older boys would buy you a can on the park. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <tearing up. laughs> Just get yes, that little lad drunk. Good lad of a Centurion, dog. Hear it down, yeah. <laughs> So
0: the Centurion Challenge, I'm guessing you did that at university?
1: Yeah, university, yeah. It's the the time of your life for drinking challenges, really. You can't be doing it in an office environment. Um, Very difficult Mm. when you've got kids. So, yeah, we did the Centurion Challenge. I maintain I would have been able to complete the challenge had I not been – I don't know why we decided to pour the lager into a sort of central vessel, and it was my job Mm. to – Pour everybody's shots every minute. So every minute I had to lean forward. And I think had I been able to just sit back, let that gut just relax, just take up that mm. extra space it needed. Um yeah, I was I was very sick. I was also sick during the Big Lebowski challenge. Don't know if you've <laughs> ever done that? that one. That's where you no. have a white Russian every time he has a white Russian in the Big Lebowski.
0: Oh, great, great, great.
1: Yeah, it's good fun. It's a good excuse to watch the film. There's there's some debate over. Uh, there's a scene when he goes to Jackie Treehorn house um, and he gets knocked out um, and he gets uh, gets a white Russian when he gets there. Then he gets knocked out. When he wakes up, he's holding a white Russian. So that is the tricky period. Do you say that's the same white Russian or do you argue that, of course, being knocked out, it would have spilt the first one and that's the second one? Because if you say that, then you're knocking back two white Russians in about a minute and a half. And that's where the trouble kicks in. versions
0: of this? Email us at uh, hello at CPFPO. I mean, this would be like watching Rocky and punching yourself in the face every time there's a fight. (laughs) I mean, this is such an immersive way to experience culture and art.
1: You get World Cup ones, don't you, around like World Cup cliches and things like that when you're watching a match yes um, perhaps comments there Bing are. Um, done
0: it? but we are we are some, you know what actually just done before we do come onto FPL and CPFPL although this is CPFPL we'll come onto the FPL within CPFPL uh if that makes sense um <laughs> i hate drinking challenges
1: and always did yeah you don't like any structure around drinking other than drinking heavily and that includes a break or food
0: well, I just you know what? drinking for me isn't about oh let's do a hundred of these in, in X amount of time or put your thumb on the table or you know, drinking itself is a pleasure. Oh,
1: I bet you were great at uni. Yeah, we've all got our thumbs on the table. Hey f off. <laughs> no, I joined it. Well, I'll drink at my own bass. All right. But there's always a- <laughs> What do you want to have fun? Turn that bloody music down. Do you want to talk to you about Gary Bertles?
0: <laughs> actually I've, I've got on my desk a fo- forest program with gary burtles on the front that is spooky doo, 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 doo. yeah but uh, it, drinking challenges to me i was just like oh you know and uh, you know yeah. what i think it i think why you like it is you're involved in the rugby fraternity and it's a big part of that <laughs> and it probably makes you feel warm you drink it out of a shoe, you sing bawdy songs on the back of a minibus, um, and, and that's fine for you guys, but I think for yeah. the rest of us, for us normal folk, it's a bit like, can we just not have a pint and enjoy that without having to have a, a sort of challenge involved?
1: Well, you say for the rest of us, I, I think it will be news to most of our listeners that you consider me to be part of the rugby fraternity. What what, what evidence do you for, have for Trinity. that i well, you played it. You played it. I did it. play rugby yeah, at school, yeah. But again, not yeah, really, well, you know, yeah. the, the uh, LRGS under-13 C team, not massive on the old drinking challenges. What's um, LR, uh, Lancaster Royal Grammar School? Yes, but to you, Excellent. of course, all you have to do is ever have engaged with rugby at any point and you become everything that's wrong with society. Posh people behaving as badly as the football louts and getting away with it. I've had some yes, very that... angry conversations with you. The people are just play rugby and they sit together. A load of old shite. Yes, although I <laughs> I have to tell you,
0: I am going to twicken them on Off Sunday. to
1: Twickers! We are going live now to Corporate Rat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see you again. We haven't spoken to you since before Christmas, I think. Yeah. Um, great to be back. Did you have a good Christmas and New Year?
0: Bloody great, yeah. Uh, lots of champers, lots of
1: wizards, and uh, lots of bizzers. Ha <laughs> And uh I believe you've got an event coming up this weekend. Yeah, back at HQ with the boys.
0: <coughs> I'll be in the uh, bloody corporate lot with DeLalio and Wooders, uh talking ruggers and uh yeah, you know, asking Will Carling what really happened. <coughs>
1: <coughs> and are you looking forward to it? Looking forward to the
0: bloody meal beforehand. <coughs> Yeah, but I think we'll bloody smash it, you know, obviously got beat up a bit by Scotters last weekend, you know, no hard wuzzers. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think the Italians, uh, I think we'll bloody stuff them. Yeah. But you know what? It doesn't matter because it's rugger. So, like, even if we lose, it doesn't matter because it's rugger.
1: <laughs> Can you name any of the Italian side? <laughs> no, no, I, I'm not. I don't care. All I know is
0: uh, we've got Bloody, Rory Underwood, Jeremy Guscott, and yeah. uh, um, uh, 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 Johnny Wilco, and uh, Owen Farrell. And um, we're going to smash them, yeah? My accents all over the place.
1: <laughs> well, have a great day. That was the uh, corporate rat there.
0: Can I just add? Oh, yeah, of course. of course. It's
1: your platform.
0: <laughs> uh, game kicks off at 3 p.m.
1: Yeah. Corporate suite opens, eleven thirty. Oh my goodness. Absolute nightmare. That's trouble for you, right? I'm just gonna go through the sewers to get there. <laughs> AKA the tube. What are you scratching? What are you scratching there? That was just at like my um I, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
0: oh that was just me like scratching through the walls like rats do.
1: Oh, I see. Wow. It's such a complete performance. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've really, I mean, even Corporate Rat, since you became a playwright, even Corporate Rat has advanced to the next level. You're thinking about the backstory of Corporate Rat His mm. transport to and from. What are his ticks? What drives Corporate Rat? What's he doing while he's talking? You can really see the playwright influence coming in now. Yeah.
0: Um, do you want to talk to Corporate Rat or to the creator? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I'm done with Corporate Rat. Um.
0: <laughs> um i guess what i tried to do with corporate rat was yeah. kind of um hold a bit of a mirror up yes to not just the corporate fraternity uh to britain itself but you know corporate rat is someone who's having a great time on the face of it mm-hmm. you know, he's always in the best places he's, he's rubbing shoulders with what some people would regard as the best people but mm. if he's in a gold box every weekend you know what's he running away from and I sure. think that's the question. There's, there is a sadness at the heart of Corporate Rat. That so I Corporate think gives Rat vulnerability.
1: really is about
0: male mental health. Absolutely. But also about the war in Ukraine. Ah, wow. Yeah. Um, and the cost of living crisis. And um, just, yeah, wh- whatever you want it to be about. I guess there's a bit of Brexit in there, you know, uh, but also about like the empire yeah and um you know questions about
1: uh sovereignty identity and sort of whatever um, you want it to be really it's just whatever you sort want of it to be. a bloated corpse of a character that you then in interviews peg any meaning on to try and sell tickets
0: yeah i basically started with a silly voice a yeah. crap pun and then tried to make out there was actually a meaning behind it so okay. that
1: um broadsheets would get involved and, and it's a ruthlessly effective endeavour.
0: Thank you so much, John. That that just means so much. And I know you've always been such a big supporter of corporate rat. Uh, and and thank you. You are so talented.
1: Listen, let's 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 forget about corporate rat. Let's forget about this playwright creator. I'm talking to the man, the beast, the machine, old Terry Taco Bell, um, Matt Ford here. Hi first oh, rugby not... game or you've been to the rugby before
0: yes i actually was in a corporate box for the world cup semi-final uh new zealand against <laughs>
1: australia i believe at twickers
0: yeah um i've been to i think i went have we have we not been to rugby game? I, I certainly went to no. watch, like, wakefield play a wakefield player game many many years ago mm-hmm. uh, and i went to see trinity guilders in coventry um father played for their vets team um and oh i've been to broad street in um what's it called binley woods near the binley mega chippy uh, so I've, you know what i've been do you know what? I, I do yeah, rem- rugby I, fan. i've watched the odd game here or there and um yeah so did you watch england scotland by way of research for this weekend or as a fan anyway well, here's the thing. So I didn't because I'd, I'd finished at Absolute Radio and I was, I was on my way home. So it was on when I was traveling, but I was listening to it on, on Five Live and it was thrilling. And the thing is, what's great about rugby is, you know, obviously my default position is to support England at anything, but I, I'm not <laughs> that bothered really. So actually, I didn't mind that Scotland won. Do you know what I mean? I, I didn't feel it in the way that I would have felt at football. And it's quite nice in a way to engage with a sport where you don't mind too much. Do you
1: know what I mean? It's quite nice. Yeah, I've learned to support Leeds in a similar way. I've sort of found <laughs> that if I want Leeds to win, that depresses me and upsets me. And therefore, it's probably easiest just to engage with Leeds on a neutral ground and just say, look, I don't, I'm pleased for Forrest. I really am. I'm glad. Oh, John. I'm okay, glad so let's that. talk... Let's We've got to move on, haven't we? It's all anyone no. wants to talk about. Anyone who listens to this podcast is thinking, talk to me about the game. Okay.
0: So let's start with because obviously Leeds have had two big games this week and, and different <clears> results <throat> and stuff happening in between. Just take us through it step by step. Let's start with Nottingham Forest versus Leeds.
1: Yeah, so when was that? Sunday. Sunday. Where oh, did you watch it? One nil final score. Yes, didn't watch it uh why not i've been on tour for the previous night uh i don't see much of my family there was a family sunday lunch i knew we were going to lose uh i texted our mutual friend mr martin parks happy 50th birthday to martin parks it was his 50th birthday he said are you going to be at the game i said no but i've arranged for us to play well roughly dominate the game but be shit in defence and ultimately lose. Uh, and wow. he messaged me the next day to say thank you for that. And I said, it's just what we do. It's what we do. Um, silver lining. That for his 50th. The sacking of Jesse March. So ultimately. I feel sorry for him a bit. Oh, on a human level, of course. I liked the man. I think he's a decent man. I don't take any pride. He, he wasn't. He's not a sort of bombastic. I think his Leeds fans get tired of the. BS after a while I mean Aston Villa was the ultimate losing 2-1 away to I know Aston Villa yeah. and now are on the rise they're not exactly a relegation rival but if you're in leader's position you need to be beating Aston Villa to come off that and and literally the first words out of your mouth in an interview are I think that was our most complete performance yeah. Yeah. you're like well this cannot fucking work then because that wasn't good to watch um, so on a human level he's a very good man I've met his wife she's a lovely lady I met his son um you know they're a lovely family and i you know i don't like the thought of a man being on the other side of the world to where he lives and having to uproot his family and you know set his kid up in a new school and then it ends badly he didn't want it to end badly i wanted him to be really successful i wanted the whole red bull thing to kick off and for us to be pushing for european football by the end of this year however we are very very close to getting relegated and he had to go Oh, John. And you saw last night in the Manchester United game, the instant transformation, the positivity. And although the goal that we scored the first one was very reminiscent of marshball you know, mm. players flooding in together towards the same patch of grass and, you know, making that little pocket of space. Willian is our only player, really, at the moment with the quality to make something out of that. And, you know, that doesn't mean everything's going well. He's excellent. He is such an exciting, probably one of
0: the most exciting players in the Premier League. But let's just, just rewind <laughs> to uh, last Sunday.
1: Yes, Brennan Johnson's goal. Have you seen it? No, I'm not going to. I don't ever. To, I don't. I don't revisit defeat. There's absolutely nothing to be. If I were. Oh. to be- <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. God, that sounds like a man with PTSD. Yeah,
1: well, broadly, I mean, I, I, I don't... Sort of thing d- I, a soldier who's served in Iraq would say. Put it this way, if I am getting a show together and I record my gigs and I go to a gig and absolutely die on my arse, I don't get in the car and replay that performance. I throw that in the bin and I shower and do anything I can I rinse off the stench of it in my liver with brandy. And then the next day I get up and I go again. Same with that. I, mean, I didn't see the game. If we'd won 3-0, I would have watched match of the day too. Of course I would. But having known that we roughly... I've heard the stats. Obviously, I've listened to uh, you know some of the feedback. I'm aware that we had 70% possession. I'm aware that you had one or two shots on target. It's an absolute irrelevance. You, you beat us. You are now yeah. mid-table. We are mm-hmm. level... You know, with the drop, basically, with a game against Manchester United coming up. If we don't beat Everton and Southampton in the two games after that, we're probably going to get relegated. You know, that, that I, 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 you know, a broadly, I don't really listen to... I don't give a shit about football when it's going badly for Leeds. I'm not really a football fan. I'm a Leeds fan. And if going okay. badly for Leeds, it doesn't give me any sucker. If there was an amazing... Oh, did you see AC Milan versus... A bit of bloody Juventus last night it was 4-2 what a game I don't give a f**k because I yeah, don't you know live I mean. in Milan
0: I mean I struggle uh, anything beyond English football and Scottish football I, I really I don't care and really all I care about is Forest but I, I am enjoying football just in general what I would say John is Leeds were superb against Forest. It's just We've
1: been really good in multiple games and we lose because our defence is shit. Nonto is superb, but there's only so much pressure you can put on an 18-year-old. Ultimately, he's not going to carry us for the rest of the season. Rafinha was a bit older and was sort of Brazilian flair and he had that swagger. Nonto is superb, but at some point he's going to have a rough game. Aronson was great last night against Manchester United when he came on. He's been wobbling because they're young lads. And the, the... The... Last night against Manchester United, 2-0 up. Phone's going mad. Everyone messaging me like, ah, f***, how are you going to do it? Again, it's not prescience. I'm not saying I know about football. I know f*** all about football. But I watch a lot of yeah. leads, and I replied to everyone saying, we concede two goals every game. That is a fact. We concede, on average, across the last calendar year, sometimes against someone like Forrest, a shit team, we might only concede one goal. That's how bad you are. Against a really good team, we'll concede six. But on average, yes. we concede two a game. So I was messaging people like, if we score three, I might begin to contemplate that we win this game. And even though that's as good a performance as we've put in away at Old Trafford, probably since 1996 or something, it doesn't matter if you don't get points at the moment. We need points. And Jesse Marsh was the ultimate you know there was a great performance there and oh the first half against Forest we should have gone in 3-0 we didn't go in 3-0 and then we lost 1-0 we, I, what I, I think I is, said it on this podcast a while ago you can still get relegated being unlucky the, the Premier League aren't going to say do you know what we've looked back at Leeds' games we actually decided well you probably should have had a point there you probably should have beaten Everton so we're actually going to relegate Bournemouth instead and you guys can stay up we're just going to go down and look back and say hmm it was almost good but ultimately shit but the problem is this is where
0: I think you. I mean, obviously, on one level you're right. On another level, you're wrong. You are playing good what? football. You do have talented players. So you know, with a change of management, that that could yes change. You know, there's fine margins, and you start to pick up points. You only need to look at Everton beat Arsenal last weekend. So this is absolutely doable. Leicester oh, yeah, start I'm winning. Aware Wolves of that, start mate. winning. Look what's that's, happening at Liverpool. But that's and a, that's a, a Forest there.
1: fan saying, "Oh, well, Everton beat Arsenal, so anything's possible." If you're a Leeds fan, what he says. May Everton beat Arsenal. Now Everton are on the never Everton are on the fly. You know teams around us are picking up points. We're not. That is a we've problem. seen
0: our clubs get relegated, right? And yes, and you
1: know relegation
0: football is a, a, like Southampton are playing it at the moment. You just go, oh my god, that is doomed. I you don't get the same feeling watching Leeds really you don't. oh
1: no and but 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 again uh, that's probably the first full Leeds game you've seen i've seen a season of that where it's it's all good you know i've seen uh, Not
0: watch that villa game that friday night i talked yeah and again it,
1: exactly yeah. the same sort of performance you should have won oh, it and we were the watch. same against wolves first game of the season right out of the bat there was a really good point made on the square ball podcast this week that um someone said he keeps talking about the evolution and the almost complete performance. And actually, when you look at the performances against Forrest and and you know the few games before that, it's identical to his first game against Leicester. And I was at that. Why game. is it called the Square Ball? What you always mention the Square Ball podcast. Like we're all meant to know what it is. What is it? It's a Leeds United podcast. It's a Leeds United fanzine. And why is it called the Square Ball? Because I assume the magazine is square and it's about football. Oh. It's not like a Leeds. It's not like some Leeds mythology. Not to my knowledge, no. Because it
0: feels like it's the sort of thing that a mercurial manager would have said. The ball isn't... It feels almost like a cluffism, doesn't it? Yeah. When they're playing with a square ball, then I'll hear excuses, but the ball is round and it should go in
1: the girl. Now, a square ball, a pass... Oh, a pass played square, not forward oh, yeah. or backwards, obviously. Oh, how did um, we both not know that? You squared it. Square it. Um, square it! But that will be the ultimate, you know... Because it's a rectangular. It started off as a magazine. I mean, it still is a magazine. But won't that be because? But
0: won't that be because the, the, it would be like a Wilkinsonism or something? How would Wilkinson would have had a, a, a style of play based on squaring it or something? Just square it and give it to Cantonar or yes. whatever you say. Yes, yeah, it I've, will have. It will have its roots in elitism somewhere. It lead-ism, will, of z- course, z- yes. Z-
1: and, and that 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 is not part of my historical knowledge of Leeds United, you mean, So I couldn't you be say. Listening forward to, to being corrected. Podcasts whining northerners we just need march out to the Nitalomi Uh confident that the Nottingham Forest podcasts are any different do you still do your Forest podcast not had the time John but, yeah uh, once won
0: the Premier League yeah fuck that Try queue stopped doing it before then it was just I've been up and down to Birmingham haven't I and you know what no pate, because uh, I listened back to that episode, and I was uh, frankly ashamed of myself. And actually, I listened back to it on the streets of Birmingham. That So I'm you walking. do
1: revisit defeat?
0: Oh, yes, yes. It's the only way to really burn it into your DNA to try and stop you doing it again. It's like sort of electric shock therapy. Um, but uh, yeah, I was just like, oh, no, no, no. So uh, I just try and not eat at night because that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> that becomes sort of really cool. Like a
1: fucking gremlin. Oh, I ended
0: up having a bag of scratchings the other night. I was like, oh, you know, I've... St- Starve starved myself all day and then lost it over a bag of scratchings. But, you know, that that's life, and I, c- I can't beat myself up. Over that's that. the but false I mean,
1: food economy. Get up and have a healthy breakfast. I you sort of maintain that through the day, but this starving yeah. yourself ends with you ordering a pizza at 1 in the morning. I've done that mm. many times. It can do. It can do. But I had um, – f- the porridge at that
0: hotel is terrible. Right, and okay. I'll tell you what's – Name and is. shame. Like,
1: name and shame. Tell them what's wrong with it. Help them improve.
0: Okay, well, I don't want to name and shame yet because I've got to stay there a few more times. Um Sure the hilton uh, i'm sure i mentioned it before but up and down to birmingham working on spitting image live um which is now on at the birmingham rep um has a few football jokes in it
1: um (laughs) is that your (laughs) podcast specific plug yeah i'm out there promoting the show guys yeah it's got a f***ing football joke in it so there
0: you go southgate's in there and clop and are you going to
1: slip one of these into your um true crime podcast yeah, oh. it's on at the Birmingham Rep. There's a bit where someone fucking does something bad. So you right <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I guess, it I mean, it obviously stars Boris Johnson, who was a subject of a British Scandal series.
1: But I don't, You're listening a to massive... uh, Rock and Roll Football with uh, <laughs> Matt, Ford, Matt Dyson here. Speaking of rock and roll, uh, I tell you what tune I always love, the theme tune to Spitting Image, and that's on live at the Birmingham Rep Theatre. Yeah, uh, yeah, Gary, I know I'm not supposed to. I've done it now, all right? Yeah, uh, call me, text me if you ever got in trouble <laughs> at work for promoting uh, something you shouldn't have. Well, there are lots
0: of musicians in the show. Taylor Swift. Ed Sheeran, Harry Styles, Elton
1: John. I don't know Kanye. what any of those people sound like. So you could do any. They're, they're the sort of impressions. I could do Taylor Swift now. Adele. Oh, hi, I'm Taylor Swift. And everyone will go. It's
0: yeah, a musical Robert impression. Lee. It's the amazing Jeff Jess Robinson, not Jeff Robinson. Jess Robinson does Adele and um, Taylor Swift. So she sings as them. Yeah. But it sounds like it's them singing.
1: Do you do any? Oh, yeah. How's your singing coming along? Oh, man. Do do so f- bad.
0: I had to sing. I I'd sing a couple of, uh, at least one song as Boris and one as Trump and Boris. I mean, the, the musical the musical director yeah. really helped me. But yeah, I mean, it, it I mean, in, but you know what? In a way that you could imagine they would both struggle to sing, then it's kind of,
1: it, because it's in character, it's basically fine. Oh, well, I can't you're sing. one of the great character performers of our time. You know, I'm sure you really inhabited you. the very soul of Donald Trump trying to sing. Trying to sing Hakuna Matata. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What a wonderful phrase. Very best phrase, you know.
0: Well, you know what? We could actually do put that line in. But um, it's, um, (laughs) it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's obviously an amazing thing to be a part of because it's this almost immersive experience. Yes. But I'm then staying at a hotel. Yeah, let's get on to the So the hotel I'm staying at is one of those hotels that, you know the ones that almost bigger than a normal hotel room. So it's like it's one of those ones that's got a bit of a kitchen. Oh, on a it. suite. Oh, well, I
1: see.
0: Well, they call it that. A
1: little but studio, but it doesn't feel like one. Do you know what I mean? A serviced apart hotel.
0: It's it's I an ibis. It sort of no, it, it's just up like one of those. It's one of those hotels that you could. If I was staying there for a week, um, they've got like a laundry room, but it's it's got a dishwasher and a sink and stuff, But I'm not using that because I'm just working all day. They've got you up there, in a mate, hostel. So then, that's what it feels like. It feels right. oddly, even though it's got, like, a sink. Four like, well, lads on a stag that. do in your room, yeah? Exactly. <laughs> Someone backpacking Come on their on the Aussie guys. Yeah. Hatchet-wielding hitchhiker, which I'm halfway through. I haven't seen the end of that yet, but my God. On Netflix, you've seen it. No. Don't want to go half-story there. Anyway, yes. So I listened back to that, and I was like, I can't keep getting stuck into the pate because – it's sort of it's on my mind more now since we talked about it on the podcast, and so then mm-hmm. i'm I'm almost like not engaging with the food zone in that hotel at all, but I was too hungry in the morning when I woke up, so I went down and got a banana and um a bowl of cocoa pops, and actually that that did you know what actually <laughs> in one of those hotels where like at, at food times it just gets very busy, and then people almost aren't people, are they? They're just zoned in on food and getting a seat, and I had a bowl of cocoa pops and a, and a banana. And then I got up to get another coffee, and when I got up, a couple just sat on my table.
1: Pieces of shit! You got, got to leave. You oh, got to leave some detritus I did. there. too. I did. did you? Yeah. that? Oh, did, did you I, say anything? I left a
0: bowl, and the, I just looked. I just thought, you know what? I didn't have the energy. In my head, I, I wonder. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me just finish this point. I, in my head, I just thought like went F- it. Yeah, And I actually think I may have said the words out
1: loud, but i just remembered talking of noises. I did the sleep app last night. Here we go. So uh, I've been using oh, yes. the Sleep Cycle Sleep Tracker app, um, okay. and it's a great fun waking up to the noise. So have you checked it yet?
0: No. So what do I do? Journal? Is that where it is?
1: Yeah, going to journal. Um, and then it's like that graph, ups and downs.
0: And there's like an audio. Ups and downs. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: Selected sounds. Here we go.
0: Oh my god.
1: Are there a few there? There's eleven. Right. Selected sounds. And then there might be at the bottom, it might say show all. You might have a drop down bar. That's and has right. it yeah, sorted yeah. them right. into coughing, snoring, talking. They're all just snoring. There's just eleven oh, and they're amazing. all snoring. Right. Like, I mean, th- do we just th- play so are it? you hearing these for the first time? Yeah. This is wonderful. Right. <laughs> I've got so no this idea. is the first time you're ever gonna hear yourself snore?
0: I guess apart from the times you used to record me before you'd like Wacky with a pillow. Right. Okay. So this is the first one. Snoring.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the. It's a wheeze, isn't it? It's a heavy. Mm. It sounds like a sort of a vampire witch awakening. Yeah. The sound of the coffin door creaking open. That's quite a nice one, yeah. I imagine imagine your girlfriend would say the same.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Classic (laughs) snore noise.
1: That is a cartoon snore,
0: that. I'd say, so far, slightly disappointed. They're all just kind of, ooh, that's a big one. What about this one?
1: Uh, Have you got any sort of choking? I've heard you do that now, where you... (laughs)
0: Well, you know what? you
1: you, You know what?
0: I'm more my mind's rushing here, dealing with this new world that I found myself in. Yeah, Um, I'm getting drunk on Saturday and Sunday this week. Oh, that'll be good. That will reap fruit because I've not, I've not actually, I've not drunk for nearly a fortnight now. So then I'm eating well. I'm, yeah. I'm off the pate, as listeners know. <laughs> yeah. So then it's like, well, you're not going to get much
1: out of me at the moment. I'm sleeping soundly. Uh, once you've I'm been li- on it a week it gives you sort of notes based on your average so i've I got a note this morning saying on average you fall asleep after 28 minutes if you're not tired wait for bedtime until you are um mm.
0: so it's like it's, become a kind of sensei
1: well it doesn't know I, you know i don't, know, I don't play the big i am but it doesn't know who i am you know i'm not a screech at the app do you know who the f I i am it doesn't know i'm a comedian so what it sees is I've set my bedtime midnight till seven. But obviously if I'm gigging and then I drive home, I don't get home till one in the morning. And I think I've got to go to bed because I've got to get up for the school run at seven. So I go to bed, but I'm still wired from the gig. So it's not its not really good advice, but I don't like to criticize. Um, no. So Am I right in saying that we never played out the noise? I think last time I spoke about the screaming noise I made, but I didn't think I'd recorded it. Is that right? Oh, I think we played it. Did we play it on the podcast? Look- do you know what let's um, just have it again just in case because i remember you playing it to me i think i've played it to you because i put it on the whatsapp group because i put oh my god i have recorded it but actually i think i don't think we oh. played it on the podcast so well listeners then, oh
0: oh this yeah. is such a treat you're either this... getting this for the first time or the second time and i think either
1: great well it'll be edited out will not it if it's the second time so this is no. Um...
0: let's just Encore baby, let's have it
1: again. Waking up below quite a large, we've got quite a large lampshade in the uh, bedroom, and I thought it was, I don't know, a person, a ghost, something hovering over me. (laughs) 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 Ah!
0: Ah! loose. Uh, it's, uh, John, it's just lampshade
1: She's yeah. in a different bedroom, mate When I'm on tour, don't sleep in the marital bed I wake her up opening the door, that annoys her um, ain't, and no
0: then...
1: <laughs> well, she's, ain't no uh, ghost Ain't no ghost, she no she, a, she, she, uh, she once was convinced that a dog had jumped on her in the night It was you? No, that no, was nothing It was absolutely nothing She thought it was a ghost dog um, Why are you both so terrified in
0: your sleep? What's happening in that house? Is it like Amateurville? Yeah, we're small people. <laughs> we're like Sylvanian families in that house. Yeah, basically. A big hand comes outside and reaches in if you want to go upstairs.
1: Here's a thing we could do on the yeah. podcast. We could talk about um, Fantasy Premier League. Okay. I'm not was sure have got any legs. On. Okay. Um, let's just,
0: before we get deep into that, hmm. oh, you still haven't
1: said me. what was wrong with the porridge, by the way.
0: Oh, it's, um, I think, firstly, from what I can glean from having had three or four bowls of it, it's, um, low quality oats and a poor water to milk ratio. Okay. Prison porridge. Crap. Yeah. No good. Flavorless. Slop. Slop. Exactly. Actually, the porridge I got on the train was better. Have you got a little
1: tub of, uh, mind you, I suppose you can't go near the nuts and the seeds with your allergies. But would Mm. you pop some honey in there, some jam, you know, some of the chopped fruit? uh,
0: Yeah, yeah. I chopped uh, an apple and a banana into it. I added honey. But the quality of the porridge is so poor, it it just completely ruins all pleasure. Right. Um, See what? I do have a tub of eczema cream that I'm carrying with me everywhere at the moment because my hands are eroding at a heck of a rate. But I Mm -hmm. guess Mm -hmm. that's fair. Fantasy um, psoriasis <laughs> and podcast. Um, so let's just um, this week you won, but in a way you didn't win because someone else was controlling your team. Yeah, You're both triple captain Rashford. You scored ninety four. I scored eighty one. I signed Casemiro, who got sent off. Oh dear, which is very annoying because I thought that was a great signing. Well,
1: good for um, Leeds because it means he misses both of the games against us. Yes, but it, should Ma- it, bloody Martinez. Did to... you see- have you seen any of the game last night? No. Have you seen Martinez basically try and decapitate Patrick Bamford and it wasn't even looked at by VAR nor challenged? It's an absolute fucking outrage. And I say that as a biased Leeds fan. And I, But they, if, if you look for it on Twitter, you'll find that the account retweeting it is an Arsenal fan site. It's an unbelievably... His leg, if you watch this... this what do I type in? What do I type in? Martinez... If you search for Martinez Bamford... You'll probably find oh, it. Yeah, it comes up. I type in Martin, and it comes up Martinez Bamford. That's how much people are. So don't get me wrong. The initial challenge by Bamford isn't great. Okay. But then you will see Martinez falling. Oh, he back, scrapes his foot down the back of his. Scrapes his foot across his neck and face, I'm just and then it. has another little dig at the end when he's standing oh, Bamford. up. I mean, Bamford, friend of the show, Patty B. Good to see him back. Another reason friend why leads are, you know, starting to get a bit better. Lovely man, wonderful player. Oh, Bamford does give him a bit, doesn't he?
0: But, oh, yeah. I mean, you can't put a boot in someone's face and head, surely.
1: Not even looked I'd have, at. I'd have booked them both for that. I'd have sent Martinez off. Yes. Booked Bamford, sent off Martinez. Yes, please. Both thank agree. you. That's a fair and unbiased decision for two guys who've got no beef with Manchester United whatsoever. That is an unbiased what,
0: opinion. Would be a new good thing. Would be a kind of ref's corner with us too about what we would have done. Oh, yeah with maybe decisions over the weekend. So if if your team at any level uh, maybe didn't get justice or did, uh, email us hello at cpfpl.com. Maybe we'd need a clip to be able to watch and then John and I can say whether we'd have yellowed, redded or whatever.
1: Bear in mind, I would send off most players for most things who don't play for Leeds. That's my broad opinion. It's just, if in doubt, send them off. You're basically guilty till proven innocent. I'm very, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm Lee Anderson when it comes to uh, f- football discipline. I'd send yeah. people off in the tunnel for spitting. I'd spit Ooh. on the tunnel, bad enough I spitting on I the might. pitch, but in the tunnel, disgusting. I I Put your chuddy away. You Lee going Anderson out there with chuddy, it's such... a choke hazard.
0: <laughs> Lee Anderson is such a funny
1: uh, character, isn't he? <laughs> well, he would be if he weren't real. He's a Forest fan. He say. Yeah, of Thirty
0: P right. Lee, they call him.
1: I'd yes. have him in
0: the, I'd have him in the fields picking carrots and other seasonal vegetables. <laughs> My favourite caveat to his, um, his crime policy. I'd have him picking carrots and other seasonal vegetables. Yeah, other seasonal vegetables. What about, what about asparagus? Little... <laughs> yeah, when it's in season, you are tap you are. <laughs> It does make me laugh sometimes, but obviously uh, I do want to distance myself from him on a policy
1: level. Um, Well, it's a a joyless week in FPL because my team, as managed by Elliot, has won, but they've done that by triple captaining Marcus Rashford. So you've lost, which brings you no joy. I can't take any joy in Elliot's performance because he's done it by insulting the team I support. Um, So... Uh, do, you don't want to be playing against um these experts from our um diamond league listener club
0: well cuz cuz then i'm not beating you am i i'm not really and also i'm <laughs> i'm also not losing to you i'm i'm victory then is not I don't get anything from the victory because I've tried hard and then I've lost against someone who's like an FPL nerd rather than actually beating Well, let's test the
1: theory that we've had from the beginning that sometimes it's better to not touch your team at all. So much like your um, eczema-ridden hands, if you just leave them alone, I'll smear some cream all over my team and then I'm going to leave it. So we'll see week in, week out, if an unmanaged team, as is, um, can outperform... Uh, yours. Would the, uh, uh, tell me if you're going to play a chip, because then I'll play the same chip. But we'll see okay. if uh, okay. leaving the team is as effective. I think everybody who plays FPL has that thought. That would have been better okay. really if I hadn't f-ing done anything. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so I'm going to try. You're going to mothball it. You're Mark Tinkler. Uh, oh and man. Am, um, whatever a pun is about not not doing that.
0: God, um, I tell you what. I'm. Ne- this has made me more nervous now. A frisson of energy has blown through the uh, I was going to say Metaverse, what would it be the
1: my Body pirotic... verse. yeah, I mean it's not um, a bad team I'm leaving to be honest it's not um, bad at all it's in good shape. Harlan, Bamford and Kane up front. you've got to fancy that oh, you? that's always got that 's got goals in it it 's got I a lot of goals that.
0: in it. Um, just enough time for us to do um,
1: a quick hit the
0: post now oh. How about this? David Marsh? Been talking about
1: announcements. Jesse's dead son.
0: Relatives. It could be. So you know him.
1: Does he open his email with? I thought last week's podcast was your most complete podcast, and I think you know everyone <laughs> at the podcast is behind what we're doing, and we just need to carry on.
0: You've been slagging his dead off. He says, yeah. uh, "Not quite a clap for a dead relative,
1: but my wife oh. Rachel went to
0: Ewood Park for her birthday when she was eight and got her happy birthday message on the scoreboard, and someone threw up in her hood. Does ah. that
1: count?" Yes. He sort of said that as if those two things are linked, that the person threw up because of either sort of rank jealousy that she'd had a birthday message read out and they hadn't. I'm assuming the vomiting in the hood is a different thing to the... If it was bang on when the birthday came up, that would be very odd. Happy birthday, here's your gift. HUD
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hood <laughs> mean, spew.
1: Uh,
0: a real mixed emotions, that. You know, as a child, to, to have your name... Uh, read out at a stadium must be an overwhelming experience you know and then someone pukes on you it really is the
1: immediate yin and yang of life I tell you what as well as a kid you would absolutely convince yourself that all the players knew it was your birthday and that that I'd played in the dressing room and that they're all in there Gary Flitcroft's in there saying bloody hell we've got (laughs) to do this for Annabelle it's her 8th birthday for Christ's sake come on lads come on Wilcox
0: pull your socks up Lovely knowledge of mid-90s Blackburn players. Connor has been in touch. He says, I'm a few weeks behind, but just to let you know, my brother Kieran can confirm that Frank Lampard has a flash kitchen. Absolutely ran full of gadgets. However, the reason he can confirm this is because he fitted the carpet in there. That's right. Frank
1: Lampard has a carpeted kitchen. Oh, my God. That is... Oh, that's idiotic. Insanity. You don't carpet a kitchen or a bathroom. True,
0: true, true, true. Bathrooms, you just have mats that you dry out.
1: i tell you what. i tell you what. I bet it does get rank. And do you know what I bet he does? I bet he has a new carpet every couple of weeks. Decadent. Lampard. Sort
0: your life out. I, I mean, apart from anything else, the staining potential of a carpeted kitchen. Oh, ridiculous. That would shaking you shaking Tabasco stunned. sauce
1: in there. You could, you, I, I won't even cook pasta sauce in a white T shirt. He, you're telling me he's, he's knocking off a decent Napolitana sauce with a carpeted kitchen?
0: I can't believe it. Well, that's right. It will start to affect his behaviour. He'll think, I can't cook that because it'll ruin that.
1: Perhaps that explains uh, some of his nicknames. Perhaps he's had to switch to more carbonara-based sauces, the creamier, the richer, the fattier sauces, because perhaps he's got mm. a beige carpet and he thinks the carbonara is not going to stain. I think he's just going full microwave. You know
0: what? He'll be going, I, I can't be doing with the saucepans or the frying pens. You get it all up the back of the wall. they go all mm. over me cream carpet. I've just had the bloody thing carpeted. It's not worth the risk. I'll just microwave me uh, super
1: noodles and get on with it. Can you microwave super noodles? Easily. Oh yeah, you can do it. I have done. Um you've Is got it to really? put the water in, put a plate on top, microwave it, leave it a minute, absolutely fine. The great thing with a, a super noodle does not really matter if you put if you put too much water in in these days of the um the broth, the noodle broth, then you just you just you market it as a noodle broth. I'd rather have them wetter than dry. Oh, so it's kind of um a kind of uh, Richardson ramen. You can do it as a ramen, double the water. And then uh, once it's cooked, you throw in some peppers, some bean sprouts, some chilies, some coriander. You've got yourself Corian, a, a slice ramen. of lime. Oh, my God. Absolutely. it's Practically a health food. I just reinvigorated Woo! the super
0: noodle market. You know what we should do? Next time we do a live show, we'll bring a microwave and we'll make a bowl <laughs> of Rico's ramen. Do
1: you know what I bought this week for the tour? Um, uh, uh, and it, and vegan it... pie. Uh, no oh no bigger than that, mate, it relates to what you were saying about getting sick of pate and porridge. I've got a I bet you've sort of cooker type thing to be able to I've make food. In a plug in single ring hob that <sighs> I can take to my dressing room before a gig and I can make myself a little meal rather than having to rely on your subways, meal. your Mackey D's, the crap that I'm eating before gigs. I'm gonna nip to a little uh, insert name of supermarket metro. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, get myself some bean sprouts, some noodles, some uh, hot sauce, and I'm going to have a little noodle broth before a gig.
0: John, I think um, I speak on behalf of everyone who's listening to this. Mm-hmm. I think they do slightly worry that you seem to have a punitive streak towards yourself when it comes to things. You know, you're doing well, you're touring lovely venues. Yeah. You know, you could afford to just treat yourself a little bit. You, you, seem, to be, you seem to have a very odd approach. You seem to not allow yourself treats.
1: Well, what, do I think that gilt. is a trait, buying a single ring hob. I think that is a massive It sounds trait.
0: mad! It sounds...
1: It's not to do with the money. It's to do with, you can't, you know, if you're if if you if you about to play a theatre, you can't go to the restaurant next door before your show because it's full of people coming to your gig. You can't yeah, eat your dinner because you're doing photos and having people stare at you. I'm sick of takeaway food because it's, by definition, the faster foods are the less healthy foods. You don't Makes know when you're going to arrive. You don't know what's going to be nearby. Well, that's it. This is basically a posh pack lunch. Yeah, okay. I'll buy the okay. ingredients if we go past an M&S at the services and then okay. I'll put myself a little dinner in the dressing room. And you're a good, living you're a good, like good a chef, so it'd be high there. Quality stuff. Oh, be like a bloody Michelin star restaurant I sha I shan't want to go out and do the gig. I'd be don't going out with all gravy you, down
0: my shirt. Is what I'm getting at. I, I think people feel uncomfortable that they feel sorry for you. It doesn't feel right.
1: You don't have to feel sorry for me. I'm I'm living like a king. I'm cooking my own dinners. You're unelected? I'll get I d I do don't pay for parking backstage. suck on that, I drive right up to the stage door, mate.
0: Sometimes okay, good. I have to go
1: in and get a little piece of paper to authorise me to do that. Because people worry people worry about you, you know. No, they don't. They do. They, no, there's they, they, no they compassion think, oh, God, in the world this, this, anymore. Have you seen very... the news? Oh my God. We all talk to each other like shit. We go online and call each other uh, uh, pig, pig dogs. <laughs> um, that's what we call each other, and um, we're all honking at each other in the car. We're all very aggressive <clears> <throat> everywhere. Dirtbag. Oh, I nearly chased someone this week in the car. What? Maybe I am losing it. A bloody guy in a pickup, and and it, here's it. Well. Call me, text me. I don't think any good human being drives a pickup. That's a fact. What can I just ask what, I get that a pickup pickup truck, but what
0: is a pickup truck? What, what, what sort of it? Well to we me talking? it's
1: the thing, it's like the front half of a of a an SUV, but the back half of a lorry. So it's got no rear roof. You know, it's got like a flat. Oh flatbed. yes, like that flat bit. There's a girl, my lord, in a flat Ford, slowing down to take a look at me. It's it's for loading at the back. Yeah, and I get you. I've googled in it. In my opinion, dickhead men who work in some sort of trade and therefore think that they can use their testicles as both a a steering device and a way of winning any conversation and getting extra room on any chair they sit on, drive pickups. If you're a good person who drives a pickup, send me in a full CV. I want to know everything about you. Some absolute douchebag in an orange pickup coming uh, onto the M60 round Manchester was in the far left-hand lane of a three-lane roundabout Decided he needed to go right, not come off, and cut right across. I'd say he missed my car by about 30 centimetres. Slammed my anchors on, and for a minute I thought, I wonder if I should chase him. And then I realised I was holding up the roundabout, so I just carried on my journey because I didn't want to be late for my gig. But a different man would have reacted differently there. And um, the arrogance of, just go around the fucking roundabout again, or take the turn, and three lefts make a right. We all know it. Are people not getting taught that anymore? Three lefts make a right. I mean, that sounds really scary.
0: It sounds well. Do you drive a pickup? Email Are us, hello pickle? at cpfpl.com and mm. defend your breed because is is there a case to the pickup? And if you're one of those people that does cut across, that does cut across people in that way, then uh, firstly you should be ashamed of yourselves. But secondly, is there another side to this story? Hello at cpfpl.com.
1: There's no other side. I'm right. I'm right, you're wrong, I'm big, you're small, I'm smart, you're dumb. Name I the film. That, oh, um, an American one. Um, mm, shouldn't be, f- shouldn't be, there's a clue. Shouldn't be bloody American. Bloody is, but it bloody shouldn't be. Uh, give me another clue. It's based on a book written by a not-American author. Uh, high Fidelity. No, it's a children's film. The um, Matilda. Inc- yes, it's Matilda. Wow! It's um, oh, and you said high fidelity because I'd seen it for the first time recently. What did you think?
0: Uh, I find Jack Black yeah. very
1: annoying. Yeah, that's that's the one of those people
0: that. oh uh, you just think, just oh god, it's the sort of thing that dazzles you. You know, when people say I really like Jack Black. You think, oh, you fell for it, you fool! <laughs> 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 it's a trick. Do you know what I mean? You go, oh, God, he's just a noisy kid at class. That's all he is. Get him out. The rest of us are trying to learn here.
1: Nacho Libre is the only film I have ever walked out on at the cinema. Wow. Usually. Uh, I am a thrifty man, as you say. And even a shit Mm. film, I'll think, seven quid and three quid for the pot. I'm f***ing staying. I'm going to see the end credits. I'm going to see the ident of every production company. I'm going to find out who the key grip is on this for that seven (laughs) quid. But Nacho Libre, bloody hell. I'd rather sit in the foyer. Do you know, I'm, I've never seen it. And when he's at the centre of it, I just think, ah,
0: School of Rock drove me
1: mad. But if he's listening and he wants to come on, love Jack, to have him on.
0: Are you Jack Black? Email us. Hello at cpfbl.com. Uh, that probably is a I we've bet got we've got them,
1: a Jack Black listening.
0: Yes. Also, there's lots of people who say they look like Jack Black. Aren't there? I see lots of fellas around that look a bit like Jack Black. So if yeah. you are told that you look like Jack Black, Email us. Maybe your name is um, John Johnny Black. Jack is Johnny. I bet
1: there's a tipping. You could do a theory where a podcast's popularity has peaked. You could maybe you could you're making enough money to go full time off a podcast when you have a Jack Black listening based on the statistical number of Jack Blacks in the country. Once maybe it's a two Jack Black. Once you've the two Black Jack the 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 two Jack Black rule is that's when you can that's when you're making it. Do you think Jack Blacks ever read a back sack and crack? Oh, I think so, yeah. I'd be very so surprised. Yeah, and then he got his money back. Oh, Cashback. <laughs> Did you do Backsack and crack Cashback? That's a life hack for Jack Black. This could go on a
0: long time. Yes, and we've got to get back to our lives. So...
1: You got a life? Got,
0: mate, oh... Have yes, you, when have you had really a life? Different. I
1: thought it was the one thing that we had in common that made us get out of our entire friendship is based on not really having a life. I'll tell
0: you what, isn't the irony that I've been staying in a hotel with a hob that I don't need and <laughs> you've been having to buy one and take it on the road. Yeah. We fit, we fit together like two
1: like, bits of
0: an ancient necklace when the two pieces are combined. When the two pieces
1: combine, you have some super noodles.
0: Let's do it. Some oh, Rico
1: ramen. Well, that's what oh, I've uh, got <laughs> I thought you were going to say and then you didn't. Well, because Please. it's you next, isn't it? I know, but you... But were, you always yeah. do the next bit. Are you tired of doing the next bit? No, 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 no. I just... All right, then.
0: I thought for some reason you weren't saying
1: it. Well, that's all we've got time for this episode. Remember
0: to get in touch if you drive a pickup truck. If your name's Jack Black or you're the Jack Black, uh, email us hello at cpfpl.com. Tweet us at comediansfpl. We are still searching for someone who's had, and great <laughs> for an eight-year-old to have their birthday message read out, but if you've ever tried to get a minute's applause or a minute's silence for a dead relative. <laughs> I do realise it sounds deep. It's the worst spoken, feature in uh, British podcasting. Global. For the love of God in your own body, share, subscribe, leave a five-star written review, and we'll see you next time. Bye.